Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stalking Time for the Moon Boys with me, David Baddiel, and Tim Hinks. Hello, David. And our special guest today, Ricky Gervais. Hello. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Now, Ricky pointed something out uh, before we get on to talking about David Bowie that I think is important, which is I, when I arrived today, I was a bit worried about my jumper. Because okay. um, it is a cashmere jumper, right. which I wear sometimes. But uh, I've got to mention my housekeeper without alienating people. Though I do have a housekeeper. Oh, when you say without alienating people, I think you. Uh, well, how I, are you going to make that an open? Well, well I, I'm obviously alienating people who don't have a <laughs> right. housekeeper. Right. But I just don't want to take the blame for it myself, which is that it shrunk this, right? right? And it's too small for me. And I think it makes me look a little bit dwarf. And Ricky pointed that straight away. Mm. I mean, as I was arriving, I was That's thinking, nice, I'll get away with this, no one will notice it. Mm. And he literally said, you know, that jumper's a bit small. So I said, like, nice jumper. And yeah, then you uh, got all, you did it it's a bit small. No, no, you, you, said, you then went on about how you had a small jumper. I did, which was at Housekeeper, one of, my, one of my first times I bought a posh jumper. Yeah. Um, when I first started in television, and it was, I remember it was a red Paul Smith jumper, and, uh, and my housekeeper washed it, and Jane, my girlfriend, came up the stairs with it, just holding it, and it was it was tiny. It would it would honestly it would fit a cat, and I, I was both depressed and I found it funny and a bit angry. Uh, well, I didn't know what to do because I, there's no way I'm going to be angry at someone. But Charlie, just to be clear, if you look dwarf, you wouldn't look dwarfish in a small jumper. You'd look massive. Oh really? Uh, well, that's what I felt was because they would make my top half smaller. That's that's right. my worry. Oh, you Sorry, like... is this conversation okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be saying dwarfish. Oh, I see. Is that okay? I think uh... I don't know about the word dwarfish. I'm not sure about it. It's an interesting point, actually. I was once in a show. This was probably just before wokeness became right. a totally you know the, the thing you have to worry about all the time. Right. I was once in a show in which they did have a little person. Uh, and obviously you've worked a lot with little people, uh, and they had a little person as part of the show. Uh, it was some Channel 4 show, uh, and they were sort of coming on, he was coming on, the little person, and dancing, right? Uh, and I remember someone saying, like mm. a TV person, as he was about to come on, mm. cue the gnome. Even then, yeah, even 15 years ago, I yeah. thought, I'm not sure that's well, the right course. word. Well, yeah. You can't say that. Oh, that's... Because he wasn't that. dressed with a hat we agree and a on fishing rod. I want to be clear, he didn't have a hat and a, a fishing rod. He was just, also, yeah. a gnome is a mythical creature. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was a human being. <laughs> this is the main point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. the main point of yeah. why yeah. you don't call people gnomes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It brings us to David Bowie, of course. Of course it does. Yes, it does. Brilliantly Nicely done, David. David. Yeah. 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 Very nicely planned done. it. Yeah. This came David Bowie, who, of course, uh, called a, a laughing gnome a gnome, but that wasn't yeah. a real person, I don't no. think. No, I definitely wasn't. Down the ice street. 
Yeah. That's good, because the, the thing that I want, want to talk to you about primarily, and I don't wish to put you on the spot here, but I think you do the best impression of David Bowie that exists. I don't think I've heard... Lots of people do it. First time I ever heard it was Phil Cornwall. Do you know Phil Cornwall? Well, they're the real impressionists exaggerate, though, don't they? Yeah, they're but, not well, trying to do an impression. They're sort of trying to find something. They deconstruct it and put it back... To, and then we see... We see the moves. It's like it's a magic eye. Mm. Once an impressionist does an impression of someone, we can all sort of do it yes. because they've broken it down. Yes, right. you've, you've seen yes. behind the curtain a little bit. Whereas, whereas mine is just, um, I, I, I think I, I had his teeth. You had his teeth. So I sound yes, yeah, not literally. I mean, yeah, I you this, have got a boat. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, have actually. Sort of That's really interesting. Before we, yeah. before we talk about more the impression, we haven't talked about Bowie's teeth, right? Ever no, on this no, podcast. I know no, it's an important thing because. Yeah. My partner, Morwenna Banks, uh, talks about how much she was always attracted to Bowie. He's an incredibly beautiful man, obviously. Yeah. But she became less attracted to him when he fixed his teeth. Yeah. She always felt right, that he didn't right, look right. quite like Bowie anymore once he fixed yeah. it. Now, I, I've never really noticed it because I am less obsessed with teeth than she is. Mm. This uh, thing about Morwenna, she always mm. goes on about people's teeth. I don't yeah. think I look at the teeth of a person unless no. they're an actual vampire. I, I loved his mm. teeth as well. Also because for me it was like it was a camaraderie. Yeah. I thought if Bowie's got those teeth, the fangy teeth, the fangy teeth that, you, yeah. teeth yeah. that yeah. I have, yeah. yeah. Is that all fang. it is in a way? Is it the fact? I mean, that's mine the, are very pronounced fangs. Mine right. aren't even right. like crooked teeth. Mine <laughs> right. are like normal teeth right. with suddenly two fangs. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like proper, aren't they? Yeah. They really are. Wow. I mean, actually, oh, now yeah, you yeah. do it. They're, it's they're, amazing. They're yeah. like joke shop teeth. Yeah, they're like actual joke shop teeth. Fangs. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you could actually have them molded and sell them. I can open coke cans with them if the ring pull. Breaks. You're I kidding. Can open, I can open a coke can. Wow. Because of course, get underneath the. Yeah, just the, no, the, just go. And you can also suck wow. the blood of virgins. Yeah. Although I'm I'm vegetarian now. Yes, but I did ask Bowie. Um, I said uh, I said to him, um, well, growing up, you know, I was a, a a gangly teenager with really crooked teeth, but you had crooked teeth, mm. but then you fixed your teeth. Mm. Yeah. So. Uh, do you feel bad about how I feel now? <laughs> Did you actually say that? Yeah, and he yeah. went, not a jot. Uh, he, uh, he said he fixed them um, because he would wake up and he'd gnawed uh, the inside of his uh, cheek off with his fangs. With his, with his, <laughs> and, and I do that. I sometimes, because my teeth are sharp and crooked, sometimes I can bite the inside of my cheek like oh. no one else. Wow. wow. And then well, well, it imagine... swells up and I bite it again. Right. So I've got to eat on yeah, the yeah. other side for two days. Can I just say that was a weird sentence? What? You can bite the inside of your cheek like no one else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. someone yeah. else doing it is quite yeah. hard. Yeah. The yeah. inside yeah. of your cheek, they really have to get their head <laughs> People in there. have tried. <laughs> People have tried over the years, <laughs> yeah. but no one's quite managed it. Yeah. Can we go back you to can David Bowie's. Well, elephants die when their teeth run out. Oh, do they? If they grind down and, they, they? and most elephants they can't diet, eat. If they, yeah, they can't eat. Yeah. So there's nothing they can do about it. They wow. can't do you be helped. Do you mean their teeth or their, those big, the tusks? Are they their teeth? No, their teeth. They they're they're, they're molars that they grind with. Yeah. They, they, they just eventually wear down and then an elephant wow. dies of old age when it can't Is eat that anymore. right? Yeah, well, most of them get killed by poachers elephant, these days. Right. But if yeah, I was an elephant, right. And you live to a... And my teeth are grind ground down. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'd be pissed off about. What? The tusks. Because yeah, I would all... be thinking, like, these are like enormous teeth, but yeah. like they're useless because they're outside yeah, my yeah. mouth. They are. I can't well, do anything. Most, I can't they're they're, 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 they're huge them. incisors. Yeah, 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 but they're no Because you could spear a piece of food on them and you wouldn't better get it near you, but it'd exactly. be so near yeah, exactly. and yet so far. You'd be endless. Oh. Well, you could use your trunk, possibly. If you speared it on the incisor, you could use your trunk to get it off right. and suck it. You see, what yeah. I do is, uh, where's the soup? 
That's what yes, I'd say. Yes. yes. I'd, I'd be granddad elephant and I'd go, where's the soup? <laughs> yes. What, sort of a Jewish elephant? Wow. Well, I felt there was an element you, of that. You, you can't. You chicken can, soup. You, you, you're paranoid. Well, actually, I don't know if they eat chicken, chicken <laughs> They right. don't eat chicken. No, they're, 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 they're vegetarian. vegetarian. So, yeah, they so they drink soup. through their trunks. Sorry, yes, no. So they would eat soup yes, through do. their trunk. No, they oh, suck actually, up the water through their trunk and the put water. it in their mouth. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So they don't, they don't ingest it, they don't swallow it no, through no, no, their no, trunk. No, 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 because that's, that's like breathing in water, because it's a nose, isn't it, basically? It is a nose. Okay, so it's a story. It is a nose. The trunk is a nose. It's like a kind of nose. Oh, you can be anti-Semitic, but I can't. Are you suggesting that elephants are all Jewish? Because if you are, oh, that is definitely anti-Semitic. There's no question that yeah, it's definitely. Anyway, what I, what I was going to come back to was yeah. whether or not one of the reasons that you got into Bowie was because you did feel a camaraderie because of the team. That was one of the reasons you started listening to him or you just felt this is a bloke like me? No, because uh, I, I, I sort of got into him, so to speak, very late. And I, I mean became a super fan. So I was aware of him. I was aware, I, I think I'd, you know, I'd heard Space Oddity, but it was in the mix. I like pop, you know, mm. 1969, 70. Um, I'm, I'm 9, 10, I'm into pop, and he's there. And then when I went to school and, you know, early 70s, people were into Bowie. Um, again, he was just one of, he was in the mix. Mm. And it wasn't until Heroes where I thought, oh, well, what have I been doing? This man's above pop. When I saw Heroes and heard, heard Heroes and saw him, it was on Mark. Um, Mark yeah, Bowler yeah, yeah, yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. I felt a chill down my spine, like I yeah. thought, oh my God, I sh- this man is, this is it. And you, you will be queen. So you remember seeing that go out at the time? Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, and I thought, mm. he's, okay, this is my yeah. guy. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. And then I went back to all the songs I'd heard and listened to them properly. Um, the first thing I got was um, Ziggy Stardust. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm three, four years yes. late right. already. Were you, were you doing that, as far as you remember, on your own? Or did you have some mates and you suddenly all discovered no, it? Or, or? No. I, in fact, I didn't really... I didn't hang out with the people that liked Bowie. Yeah. Um, I, I was more into right. folk. I was into people who liked Cat, Cat Stevens. Cat Stevens. And, right. yeah, yeah, I was into that Simon and Garfunkel folk, yeah. meaningful right. things. Yeah. And I thought Bowie was a rock star. Yeah, Good yeah. luck to him, but I thought yes. he was a rock star. Yeah. But then I went, oh no, I've been a fool. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been a fool. I think and there then, was an element of that, wasn't there? There was an element of, because he was on top of the pop still, yeah. and he was sort of, and obviously glam rock and all that, and a slight association with Slade and that kind of thing, that for a while, self-serious teenagers who liked folk music or progressive rock or something like would think, oh, no, he's not a proper artist. Yeah. yeah and, that, and then you'd realise that was wrong. You just you just listen properly. Yeah. And you yeah. go, OK, this is above it. And also, there was a certain amount of a working-class kid in Reading seeing another working-class bloke, uh, well, you know, everything, just singing cool stuff, the androgyny, everything. Mm. Uh, it's, it's sort of suddenly... Puts your life in colour. I know you call thought him he... Bowie. You know? I do, yeah. No, we have a whole thing about that because yeah. I call him Bowie. Yeah. But I've started on this podcast to call him Bowie. Well, it is Bowie. People tell me it's Bowie. Well, actually, I've we've been it's through Bowie because of the knife. We've been through this. Yes. Yeah. There's a, in late interviews. There's one late interview with Jeremy Paxman. Oh, he, he says I don't know. He says I, I don't, don't know anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, so, but I think definitely when he started, yeah, it was meant to be Bowie because of the knife. I think he did that to I think sort of we be were... humble. Like it doesn't matter what my name is. Also, so I don't want to alienate half my fans who've said Bowie and feel stupid for the yeah, last 20 yes. years. I just think, I think he didn't care. It's not his real name. Yeah. In fact, I told you, when I first um, I went to his place in New York, I, I went in, me and Jane went in, and the, the dorm was there, 
And I went, oh, um, he went, oh, you're here to see Mr. Jones. Yeah. And I go, of course That's I'm here amazing, to see Mr. Jones. Of course yeah. I'm here to see Mr. Jones. Yeah, yeah. Bowie doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think, I think yeah. people think that, like, you know, he sits around, you know, in a, in a, a silver jumpsuit with orange hair. Are you saying he didn't? <laughs> yeah. No, it was, a, it was, yeah, it was a, a normal... So a I, normal I, I know you've said that before. I've only just clicked that, that he would, in any documents he had and contracts, it would be Jones, right? Of course. He, I mean, obviously, that's his name. He never... He didn't sign things Bowie other than... Well, if he signed no, an album no. for you, he'd write well, Bowie. Well, you mean checks. You mean checks and documents. Yes, his documents would be David, David, David Jones. David Jones, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. checks, definitely. As David, probably as David Bowie or for David Bowie. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, arguably, you know, all the characters... You know, Ziggy Stardust, Halloween, Halloween Jack. He signed checks as Halloween Jack. All of them, good, theoretically, didn't sign checks, and no. David Bowie was the character base yeah. for all yeah. of these other characters. So basically, yes. you know, he's in a whatever... What we're saying is he didn't change his name by deed poll to David Bowie no. at any point. No. No. No, no, no. that's true. No, he but did. I've always but did, that. did any pop stars do that? Well, did any pop stars do that? I don't know. That's a good question. Cat no. Stevens, what's his real name? Uh, do you know? Yusuf Islam now. Yeah, yeah I don't well, know now, what it was before. He has definitely changed his name now to Yusuf it's Islam. A, it's a Greek but... sounding name. Yes, yes it's it something right. Greek. Yeah. Yosh, yeah, what is I, it? But I know Sting. <laughs> Sting's real name is. Is it Gordon, Gordon Sumner? Sumner? Gordon yeah. Sumner. Sumner. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but he a, I'd like to know if, if Sting ever went in, particularly before he was famous, to a deed pull office in Newcastle or Sunderland and said, "I want to change my name." No, I think uh, it was. They said, no. "Don't be ridiculous." Because he made it relatively lately because he was a teacher, yes. and I think they That's called him right. Sting because he used to wear a stripy jumper or something. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think I've heard that. I don't know that. Yeah, or Bono, what's his Paul something? Uh, Evans, Paul. is it? No, no that's no, the no, edge. That's the edge. Yeah. That's the edge. The edge David. doesn't sign checks as the edge. I've I'm doubt it that. very much. I think that's very unlikely. The yeah. edge or an edge? He says there's lots no, of edges. It's that edge. An edge. No, yeah, it's but he signs it an edge. It's yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. And also, yeah. it's an abstract concept. The edge. It is really. Yeah, it's a sort of spatial thing. So it could, as you say, exist in space in a number of different ways. But one of the things I always picked up from you, Rick, is I know that we would be really interesting to talk about that when you got to know him. But whenever you um, started talking about Bowie, you used to talk about Letter to Hermione as one yeah. of your favourite, maybe your favourite, I don't know, but one of your well, favourite Well, it's tracks. because I went back and discovered him after, after right. he became my favourite rock star right. for all the, you know, Rebel Rebel and yeah. Ziggy Star and all, and all those things where yeah. I thought he was blowing the competition away. And, yes. to, and then I went back and yeah. uh, I, I, you know, listened to Space Oddity, early stuff, it was yeah. very folky, him and a, yeah, yeah. a 12-string guitar and stuff. And I... I thought it was the most beautiful, mm. heart-wrenching love song I'd ever heard. He makes you laugh, he brings you out in style. He treats you well and makes you up real fine. He, he never lost that sense of uh, of um, doing it his way and yeah. doing it for him. And and I sort of respect that. I, I, I don't... I, I try not to um, be, be that guy that goes... Uh, Oh, these albums are good and these are bad. Mm. Or he let me down. He got too big. Mm. Um, even though I do, I did go through those emotions. I, I did think, oh, when Let's Dance came out, I was one of the guys that he probably thought um, he'd let down. You know, when he looked out and said, "I saw Phil Collins fans." Yeah. Um, I asked him about that. Uh, so during Let's Dance, he was doing arenas for the first time, and it was it was huge. He was so mainstream. People were buying David Bowie that didn't have his back catalogue, and they went in, back into charts, and people rediscovered him. And he was he was massive, you know, nineteen eighty three. For he was like massive, like the biggest, the world's biggest rock star. Then he floated himself yeah. later, and you know, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and he said he looked out and he saw Phil Collins fans, and he thought I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, uh, I would say I should stay at this point that I am a Genesis fan. 
I've been very clear on right. that. So whenever he says that, I right. always think, don't knock Phil Collins well, too Well, I, I, I didn't I, think that. I, I, but I don't think he was knocking Phil Collins in yeah, a maybe way. Maybe he meant there'd been an administrative cock-up. Yeah. Well, yeah. he just thought they weren't the wrong place. But he, he said he's, he didn't find anything wrong with Phil Collins. They just weren't yeah. his fans and he'd realised that... He wanted Iggy Pop fans, right? He, well, sort of I asked him that ah. and I said, you said you wanted Iggy Pop okay. fans. And he went, bloody hell, no, they're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> 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 he never said that. Well, he said he never said it. Right, right, right. But I heard that as well. Because yeah, I yeah. said to him, I said, you said what you said? Yeah, he said, no, yeah. bloody hell, they're horrible. <laughs> well, I, I going back know. to your... Um... I want to go back to Ricky's impression, which is still... Well, no, done. I was going to say, and a link to that... I want Ricky to do his impression of David Bowie. In a way... Uh, I feel a bit like I once had... Uh, yeah, it's hard to put someone on the spot. What's that bloke? It? Oh, God, that bloke who does impressions uh, on John Coleshaw on a radio show. Right. Terrible, you can't remember his real name. No, no. it took me a while. It's yeah. That's dimensions. all he wants in a way. He's not yeah. 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 He's so, yeah. he's not so embodied. We're going around doing Gladiator yeah. all the time now. John Coulson. Invent a voice, yeah. invent a really weird voice and say that's yours. Yeah, so yeah. John Coulson, right? <laughs> He's a lovely bloke, and he liked this radio show that I used to do. And he said, I'd like to do that radio show. So I thought, oh, yeah, all right then. So I got him on the radio show, and then he, he was fine on it. And I, if you're listening, John, you were fine on it, but... Fine. Fine. <laughs> this is the only way fine. of telling... two stars. This is the only way of telling this story, right? <laughs> because what I want to point out is, about 20 minutes in, I thought, I'll go to John, and then I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to say, because I feel like this is what people are waiting for. Yeah. Right? It's not so much the case with you, because you're not an impressionist, but yeah. I wanted to, I said to him, so, John, this thing that we're talking about now, how would Tony Blair do you think? Oh, God! Right? And oh, I felt such a, fault. such a twat saying I know. it. But I, I, I knew that's what people wanted. And I when know. he did it, obviously, it went really well. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then he went, went from fine to being really good on the show. Yeah. You know, because yeah. that is, after all, what he does, right? Yes, of course, right? yeah. So... And I imagine that, he loves doing it. Yeah, I, I imagine he doesn't go, oh, they don't ask me to do impressions tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to sing a song. Yeah, but John, do any impressions. I'm going to sing a song. No, you're not going to fucking sing a song. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, it didn't seem to have occurred to him before I said that. I was sitting really? there thinking, well, he hasn't done any impressions. What's, why, what's going on here? So I think he just really liked the show and wanted to come on in, actually, and speak in his own voice. But I wasn't, yeah. having, I wasn't having that. But I, I always think of that with, um, with impressionists, like... Do they think I want to? I want to show the world what me. I think. Yeah, what I think. I mean, there was a story in the the paper, right, in the, the Sun once, um, that the Red Arrows, you know, the guys in the Red Arrows, yeah, they yeah, turned yeah. up to a club and uh, they refused entry. Right? The Red Arrows. The Red Arrows. Yeah, because they weren't in their planes. Okay, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you want to go. It's the planes we love, mate. <laughs> yeah. You're just you're just you're just six bloke in jumpers. Get the planes. Where's the planes? Yeah. And does that? I mean, that must happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, with do, uh, do, also you know puppeteers. Do you think yes. when they go, you, the puppeteer turns up and they goes, "Where's the frog?" Yeah. And they go, well, well, "I've got the frog. Well, fuck do, off, then." Do you think <laughs> the Red Arrows put their arms out and did a yeah. bit of formation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine they would really rarely admit they're in the Red Arrows for that reason. They'd sort of say, "Oh yeah, I'm a civil servant or something," rather than say Red Arrows, and then they'd say, "Where's the plane?" And that would be yeah. disappointing. Oh, yeah, although, yeah. Want although to know when it. I was a kid, I, I remember thinking the Red Arrows oh, were mate, amazing. They were the coolest. Now thing I'm not so sure. Really. Yeah, yeah. It's mainly like, the planes. It's mainly the planes. It's mainly the planes. <laughs> <laughs> but that, in the 70s, 80s, there were two coolest things. Were both planes. At school, you heard Concorde go over, or maybe it's yeah. where I lived, and that was a, that, everyone stopped. Yeah. No. and the Red Arrows, right? Everyone I, stopped. Yeah. I got rich too late for Concorde. Yeah, you would have flown on it. It would have. Oh my god, two hours to New York. Just a yeah. bit or three hours, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, no, I don't know, but I, I 
It's a good point about being rich. Did you never go on? You never went. No, no. The image I have of Concord is endlessly David Frost on it. Yes. With a sort of one of those champagne glasses that's wide and it's got a lot of champagne in it. Yeah. I've missed out on that. Well, I I, I like my champagne in a wine glass. Do you? You get more. You don't have to put your head back. So, did you that impression? What? That you do do of David. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. I just noticed he he talks like this. He's very serious. And sometimes he um he goes. I've called him up once. Right. Um. I'd sent him the lyrics to um, Pugno's Face right. for extras, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And I called him up and he asked the phone, hello? I went, hello, did you get the... He went, oh, sorry, I was just eating a banana. <laughs> Which I found the funniest thing to say, the day of Barry on the other end. <laughs> so, I was just eating a banana. <laughs> like, that's his day. That is so brilliant. Can I just say that is an absolutely brilliant impression of Dave That is incredible. I mean, that's what that I is so think it's the best impression of Dave That is so spot on. I know. But you've got the thing that he does, which I've known, which is... Hey, Martin, he, these bananas are a bit green, love. <laughs> the way he clips words, <laughs> they sort of slightly <laughs> stop the words dead, don't yeah. they? They yeah. sort of stop it's, dead. He's it's, it's sort of, um, he's got a sibling. And he, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it also, you know, when you look back, <laughs> like the early times, it's slightly higher. It's, oh, yeah. It goes a bit higher. Yeah. Like that. It goes, no, I'm, I'm 100% down the line. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. And then, and God, in that, and in, in that, that Manifold to Earth, it, where he's, you know, is uh, his most defeat, he goes, mm, I can see x rays. I'll never get them out now. He's still got a lot of sli- slightly cockney accent in that. Yeah. Yeah. And he's an alien. Yeah. But yeah. you're right. Because at that point, he was more self conscious. About who he was, so there's a kind of effeat thing going on as well. Yeah, you, by the time of, of the course. banana, he's more relaxed. Well, and your throat he's a, changes. He's a home eager banana. You smoke, but what do you think uh, about that? You know, but that's amazing what you just did there because I mean, I know obviously you're not an impressionist, but that is like something that I've heard Alistair McGowan do, where he will start saying, "Well, early on in his career." It, like Alison McGowan does an impression of me and he, he's talked about how apparently I have an Ipswich R, which doesn't make any sense because obviously if you look at my genetics, Ipswich was not a place that we hung around with much, our, our people. Well, we might have done, but I think we were mainly massacred there. Comedians. Yeah, comedians, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, there's no reason for me to have an Ipswich job. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. He, he's broken down my voice for some Oh, really? I've got that, yeah. I'm fascinated but by you, sort but... of accents and... and uh... 
you know, that, that, but what the, do you think about because the way you do? I mean, because I think when most people do a Bowie, they do that slightly exaggerated. Z- 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 hello, you know, yeah. all that. Hello, yeah, walking not, down the yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's but, like people who do Django goes up right. and and he doesn't. There's he no way he does not at all. No, yeah. but they, they exaggerate. And people who do David Baddiel do this, yeah, yeah. including you, what, David. What, a sort of Eeyore thing. Eeyore slow. No, but people, most people do impressions of impressions because they've made it easier for you. They've they've told you what the ingredients are. But but the Bowie. Thing, the Cockney thing with him, like I was listening to the Glastonbury, they've re-released the Glastonbury um, performance from 2000. Then he's definitely doing that very much more Cockney. Um, he even says like he wants some help singing Life on Mars because he's had laryngitis, and he says, "Oh Gould, give me a hand or something Does, like yeah. that." Yeah, and it's and I don't it's know where lovely. that yeah, and that comes back sometimes. And I think after that whole Britpop 90s thing, maybe he's a bit lost. I think he's trying to be like, I'm a bit of a geezer. Well, I and, think that he was, he was like, I mean, because he was a, he, he was a pin-up for everything, but he was a pin-up for casuals. Yes. You know, when he wore, when yeah, he wore right, the chinos right. and the, yeah, the yeah, granddad yeah. shirt or the, or yes. the Fred Perry and the, the bumpers yes. and that, he was, and, and that little wedge, the first wedge, yes. he was, he was there, you know, then he was, you know, new yeah. romantic, glam. He was, he was the pin-up because people thought, well, if he's doing it, it's yes. a thing. I saw a, just as a, a subset to that thing. Mm. I saw a thing this morning uh, where Gail Ann Dorsey, yeah. Oh, yeah. the bass player, yeah. uh, was talking about how in that Glastonbury performance, Bowie decided to do Under Pressure, mm. and he said to her, "You know, I sung it with Annie Lennox after Freddie Mercury died. He did it once with Annie Lennox, yeah. And he said, so I'd like you to to sing it.' And she goes, "Oh, blind, okay, well, all right." And then he says, "She, she said, this is a story." I said to David, who's going to play the bass? And he said, no, no, you're going to play the bass as well, because she always plays the bass. And she was like, I can't possibly do that. And then, this is the interesting thing, right? She says, and then I did do it, and we carried it off, and then I realised about David that he could see things in me that no one else had seen. And I thought, but what if you had fucked it up? Yes. That's what I would have thought. It's like, it's all very well that that's become like a lovely story about how he yeah. he saw your potential. But I think it's the entirely possible I know. that you would have yeah. been shit. I know. It would have been too difficult. And then what would you have felt about David and his ability to just, you know... That could also be a story about someone saying to David in the band, I'm not sure I can do both, and him sort of saying, yeah, whatever. Sort of, you know, let's just do it. I've got things on Bowie. I need to move on. So yeah. whether he's, he had a magical ability to see the power in people. Because there is no getting around it. There were a lot of... I don't know if she's a case in point. But over the years, there are a lot of musicians that got quite pissed off with David, right? And his bands felt badly treated. And, and, and they often talk about the fact that he just came into the studio, sort of clicked his fingers mm. and it all happened. Yeah. To which I always think, yeah, but like he did it better than anyone else in the world. And yeah, well, I was magic, surprised but... with the, when you see the behind the scenes of like Young Americans. I right, thought he yes. got some musicians and said, show me what you do, but he didn't. No, no. He, was, he got some of the best musicians for the soul and said, I want it done like this. And exactly still, like this. Still told him what yeah. to no, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's amazing. Yeah. Those sessions when you see them, like Luther Vandross and people yeah, like that, yeah. you think like, so hang on a sec, coming from like a completely rock, glam rock, whatever sound, you went into those sessions mm. and you decided, I'm going to have this white soul mm. yeah. thing. With people like Lisa, how did you do that? I find that mo- one of the most incredible imaginative yeah. leaps that you did. And you're career. absolutely out of your mind on cocaine, yeah. and sort of maybe feeling yeah. fragile and, and to, a, to the, I think probably get into the the lowest uh, yeah. weight. Yeah, really you know, feeling yeah. lack of confidence, yeah. and yet somehow. But I think that's partly about the world, then, isn't it? It probably wasn't as awestruck. Because you had to basically fly to America to hear that music, didn't you, at that point? It didn't sort of exist in Britain. Mm. No internet and all that stuff. So you had to go well, over there. And actually, he didn't fly, because, of course, he was frightened of flying. Maybe he got the Queen Mary. Was it one of those? He did, uh, yeah, he, yeah. I think he got over that. Yeah, yeah, did well, he? I wonder how he got over it, because that was a part of something I knew about Bowie years ago. 
he's frightened of flying. He only goes mm. by boat. Well, his cocaine's next... psychosis probably he, went away. The, well, that's yeah. might, <laughs> might, but yeah, presumably once he was doing world tours in the early two thousands, he got over it. Wasn't travelling by boat. No, everywhere. of course not. No, yeah. no. He, well, there's another he, big. I, I asked him that. I said, Is "Are you okay to fly?" Well, yeah, yeah. He said, "He said, yeah, I'm fine." Did he? Yeah. He, so he, he acknowledged that. I'd heard the story as opposed to yes. him saying, what? <laughs> right. So I think it was a thing, yeah. but then it wasn't. Actually, can or... we ask you, you are the first person we've had on this. I've met him, and we had Stephen Merchant on, obviously met him during extras, but you're the first one we've had on, including Jonathan, who'd met him a few times, but you're, who I would say was a friend. Yes. I think you're, you were a friend of Bowie's, which is yeah. uh, exciting for us, but also we've talked a lot about uh, little things that we've found out about Bowie that may or may not be true. And let me ask you, say, one oh, of those. I just, oh, I one of those. Know. Yeah, go on. Well, no, no, whether, no yeah. an insight. Oh, oh, For example, we talked a lot on the last podcast about a fact that you can find out on the internet, which is that Bowie despised tea. He despised tea. tea, right? Never drunk tea. We found out this very... I know he, lo- he loved coffee and he, okay. loved, he loved French roast. French roast? Yes. French roast coffee? Yes, French roast coffee. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been with him ordering coffee? You never uh, had a, yeah. you never yeah. had a cup of tea, as far I've as you I've never remember. had a cup of tea. In fact, he made us a cup of coffee right. at his um, place in New York. Right. And he was sort of round... It was the most amazing, as you'd imagine, uh, penthouse mm. suite in uh, sort of uh, Lafayette area. Mm. Um, and he went, coffee? Uh, and it's, oh sure yeah we were, go, we were going up to lunch right and he went round to the little, like, kitchen area and he was making coffee and, and you know the kettle was boiling he was making coffee <laughs> and it was uh, after he was getting over his heart attack right and he came round um, to me and Jane for two cups of coffee and he was pretending to walk and shaking well, like, Mrs. <laughs> like an old like Mrs. thing and I was just laughing that is brilliant. and he was spilling the coffee like that, that like, and wow. just, just, really just doing to it. just doing shtick but that would be yes. a reference, wouldn't it? That would be a reference to Julie Walters. It would be an acorn antiques reference. Well, I just think he Maybe, was. Just, I think he just... was doing. I'm. I'm. Yes. Old. I'm. I'm old, and I'm dying. I've just had a heart attack. I wonder. Yeah. You know, he was obviously you know this. He's amazing with his comedy references. He was a big comedy yeah. Yeah. nerd. In fact, the first time level. I met him, um, he he said he he loved the office, which he would yeah. watched after. I said the second time I met him, he'd watched after the first time I met him. I'm sure he didn't know who I was when he got that. And uh, and he said, so what comedy should I watch? And I can't remember what he said. He said, oh, I love that thing with a bear, um, uh, select a bow. <laughs> and he got, it's so sweet. I didn't correct him. Oh, you didn't I didn't correct, correct him, didn't you? No, this is a this is a, a rock mm. god. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Try finding these strange little things yes. on the internet. And uh, did you feel like he was sort of comfortable in his own skin and happy? Where he you was know, as much as you I, could I met, tell. I'm, I'm, oh, I met up with him uh, uh, after the the heart attack and the right. operation, and. Uh, um, uh, obviously, I hadn't seen him for a, a, a mm. few months, and uh, I remember he, he came over to our hotel in the Mercer um, in uh, New York before we had a place there, and he came over because he wanted to play me um, a demo tape. Right. And, right. Uh, really? Yeah. It was of Arcade Fire. Okay. Um, of him and Arcade Fire. No, 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 no. Right. Just new band he discovered. Oh, right. Called Arcade. They're absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Right. And he came over. Right, and he came up to the room. And uh, uh, there wasn't a cassette or a CD player, um, and he, fa- he found he found uh, uh, some on the telly that he could use. And he was down. He was on his hands and knees. He was in a Parker coat, yeah. right, wow. with his yeah, yeah. Up, right, on his hands and knees, right, right, in our hotel room, 
Uh, he goes, oh, I need a scarlet. I said, Jack to Jack. I need a scarlet. <laughs> Trying to plug in this thing, right? And I went, this is like, a, this is weird. I yeah. went, this is just weird David Bowie on yeah, all yeah. fours. Yeah, right? yeah. And, he, and he was laughing, right? And he, played me, and he played me that, uh, and uh, I said, how are you? And he, and he stopped and he went, I was in a very dark place for a few months. Wow. A very dark place. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I went, oh, yeah, God. He went, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was a serious. Oh, yeah. I thought there might be a gag. And, and no, there wasn't. No, no. no, no he just said. He like... said. It was basically saying he was like really. He got I was really, waiting for the power. He was, no, he was. He was trapped in the basement. He was really gutted about the. Um, and that and that about his heart, the, about his heart attack. But you yeah. Read, yeah. When we read that, that really set him back, as it would anyone having yeah. that, and and in touch your own mortality, and whether he quite came back from. Well, that I thought that as well because again after that we're around his place again, and he was on the phone. And he was talking about some sort of anthology and um, sort of table uh, um, book about right. something. Right. And I thought, oh, I wonder if he's getting all his like yes. he thinks he's come to intelligence yeah, yeah, and he yeah. wants he wants everything in place like admin. Yes. No, no, yeah, I think yeah. there was and, a definite element yeah. of that. But that I mean that was there's that definite was, element that was of that. Fifteen I've, years ago, yeah, ten years yeah. ago. Even so, I mean, yeah. I felt all of his like career post the heart attack. There was a slight element of which I thought was good, yeah. Of like because instead of like the late nineties, where there's a little bit of this, like I still want to be really, really relevant and like do drum and bass and all that kind of stuff. He started, instead he thought, no, I've got my own legacy, and that's gonna I'm gonna put that in order, and I'm gonna do stuff that sort of like refers back to that. Because you know, where are we now is a good example of that. It's a song that refers back to his Berlin period, and I thought that was all part of his sorting stuff out in a way. Yeah, I once asked him. Um, why do you still do it? Why do you still do it? And he went, um, to stave off the boredom before death. Mm. <laughs> yes, Which exactly. Which is what, what yes. an answer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to that's, stave that's... off the boredom yeah. before death. Yes. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, again, that was 15 years ago he said that. Right. So yeah. it, it's like he yeah. filled his life with with creativity. But also that's why, like you talked about the next day, that song, and I know that was you know two, three, four years before he died. Um, if I listen to that and, and the where end... Where are we now talking about on the next day? Sorry, where are we now on, yeah. on the next day? And if you listen to that sort of end piece of as long as there's you, as long as there's... Oh. If I listen to that, I think you could sort of... There's so much you can listen to about it, but if you just want to listen to one thing yeah. and, and just get a sense of who he was and the sheer drama and majesty and beauty in that... that is it a coda? Is that what they call them? But anyway, that, the end, the sort of core, you know, as long as there's I love. Agree. As, long as, as long as there's you, as long as me. Right, and yeah. I just think that's what he was singing about. That's basically what Bowie is about, that bit. And it's just yeah. beautiful and touching and an incredible piece of music and so late in his career. And he it? was so smart. Yeah. He was so smart yeah. and, uh, yeah, yeah, incredible. Did you ever uh, hear him, because obviously you wrote also the song in extras with him, but did you ever hear him play anything that was like and him playing one of his songs this is a like because actually Stephen Merchant no. told me a story which he didn't he, would, he wouldn't tell on the podcast because he, he was worried about upsetting someone who was there but I'm going to tell it now because I think it matters um, which was he was once with Bruce Springsteen who is his, his hero uh, and Bruce Springsteen was about to play a song just on acoustic <laughs> guitar and a woman who was there just said, oh, no, no, come on, it's time for the girls to have a go because everyone had been sitting around and gave it to some woman who was there so that she could sing a song. And everyone was like, fucking hell, Bruce was about to do Thunder Road. Like, right. for just us, for us four people here. And you've decided... And he, Bruce didn't say, no, OK, you know, give it back to me, don't be fucking ridiculous. So they, he never got to hear Bruce sing for him. But were you ever in that situation? Were you ever in a situation like, oh, David is just for me or for me and Jane? Gonna uh, do, gonna do I a- don't think he... Pla- I, no, I don't think he ever sat... 
Um, uh, we were on, uh, Paul McCartney played um, Lady Madonna. To you? For, yeah. Well, and me and other people at his house. Really? Yeah, well, yeah which was a magic moment. Well, that, that is, is, that is. Oh, well, I'm a big fan of Paul. I mean, I, I would, and that's an amazing moment. I would only say... Hang on, I must just tell you Does Ricky it have to be Lady Madonna, Paul? <laughs> Could it not be? But it's all worked on an album. That would be a yeah. brilliant thing to do, though. If Paul McCartney played a song like... Not that one! one. No, no, don't. We don't like, like that one. No, yeah, yeah, keep, the magic, keep the magic on. atmosphere, but hey, do another one. Yeah, do a different yeah, yeah. one. Although, um, <laughs> when, when we were doing uh, extras, um, uh, David uh, didn't want to sing and play. Right, he'd, yes. he'd written the music, um, but we got a guy called Clifford Slapper who knows oh, Clifford Slapper. Yeah, he yeah. plays Barry Sons, yeah. right? And uh, he he quickly taught oh, yeah, him the chords. He was playing it, and he was playing it, and yeah. Barry was miming to it. Yeah. Uh, and then um, uh, um, Barry went for a wee or something, and uh, um, Clifford uh, Slapper uh, played the first chord of Lady Stardust, and I went. People stared at the makeup oh on his face. Oh Barry walks in. Oh my god! And I just went red. And I went red. Oh my god! No, I think that's brilliant. I mean, yeah. you, you should. And go. I just started laughing. Go oh ready? Went. Go on. Uh, did you keep going? No, of course oh I fucking did. Oh my god! Did. <laughs> oh, no, I think that's brilliant. Oh my god! Also, because it's Lady Stardust as well. Oh, yeah. 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 what like, an amazing like, song! Oh, but it's so brilliant. I think, in a way, that you, even though it's embarrassing, it's yeah. also brilliant. Yeah, but it's you, funny. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. You were able to have that moment. Yeah. I want to ask your opinion about uh, a moment that we've discussed in this podcast. Although I think we should just briefly, because there's always where that line in Lady Solas, which boys stood upon their chairs to make their point of view, yeah. is one of the great lines of the whole yeah. catalogue. If you'd have yeah. got to that bit, that yeah. would have been extraordinary. It is, but it's an ironic politeness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the gayest line in Barry as well. It, is it about Bolan? I yes, always think it's that about it's about. I thought we knew that. No, maybe we didn't. Maybe no, I think we did. When, when he performed it, in the other, he used to put a backdrop of Mark up on the. Oh right, right. That's what we do now. So, oh, so we do. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask your opinion about following your Paul McCartney thing. We discussed. So Tim has met Paul McCartney a few times, and Paul McCartney is probably an equivalent hero for Tim as David Bowie. And he was met him on a plane once, and Paul McCartney had his guitar with him and put it up top. Right, and they started having a small chat, and then Paul McCartney said to him, "You know, uh, I might get my guitar out later on and play something." Right, mm. and Tim assumed it was a joke, and he said, "No, I don't know about that. We want to keep the noise down a bit because they were on an overnight flight." And I've always thought oh, no. Paul meant it. Paul meant it, well, and Tim missed out. Do you know what? Because he, he needed. Uh, I he... think. I think. <laughs> I think it probably was a joke. Yeah. But he was throwing it up there. Do you think? Because I think musicians want to play. Yeah. No, I think musicians oh, no. want to play. They yeah, never. Yeah. They never yeah. change that. They've still got it in them. They still want to play, even though they know it's they probably shouldn't or it might. They they still want to play. And also, I mean, I think, the Stones yes. stay up till three in the morning after they've just played an arena jamming. Yeah. Also, yeah. I think you know, Paul it's Paul like, Paul <laughs> Paul McCartney, I think, and I can say this even if Paul's listening, I like him, I've, you know, I've met him, he's very nice. He'll be delighted to hear that. I think Dave. he's a bit needy. I think really? Paul McCartney's a bit needy, yeah. Yeah, like, well, well he also tells a, another story he's of an being artist. in a toilet and Paul McCartney coming in the toilet going, it's Paul McCartney. Well, this would be right? better. But that's a joke, though, isn't it? That is a joke, and it's I think that's you a know. Joke. Slightly... And sometimes that's a defence mechanism, because I sometimes yes. pretend to act arrogantly to get it out of the way, like, you know, like, right. like that's where the awards show started. I was embarrassed to go out there and win right. an award, right? right? Uh, so I, I did the correct because yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah, want to do yeah, the yeah, oh yes. thank you so much because yes. I think people who cry and go they they believe it yes whereas I wanted a show I don't believe it it's yeah. arbitrary so yeah. I went the other way like correct no, yeah. fair I, but I yeah. think the Paul going to the toilet thing which you'd is that he is 
let's say, one of the most famous people in the world. He's going into a crowded toilet, toilet. at yeah. an event he's part of. He walks in, everyone looks around. They're all thinking, it's Paul McCartney. So he says, it's, it's Paul, Paul McCartney, McCartney because yeah. let's just deal with it and everyone yeah, exactly. laughs and everyone laughs yeah. and carries on. Yeah. I think and that's that can go that. both ways. That can if be it, arrogant. We weren't, we weren't thinking. But you were. <laughs> but you were. Yeah. Where yeah. in the world aren't you thinking, that's Paul McCartney? Also, to be honest, if he was to follow through on what everyone was thinking, he could have said, it's Paul McCartney and he's about to get his cock out because that is also yeah, what everyone would have been thinking. also, I suppose... But he can, you know... There would be interesting to know the level at which that just becomes arrogance. If it's like... Well, yeah, not, not it's, if he's going to get his cock out. No, what I mean, but big. who could walk in... You could walk in and say, it's Howard from Take That. Thinking, <laughs> I didn't even recognise him, mate. That's not but that's acceptable. that's why he says there it. There might be some on the yeah, cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could exactly. I say yeah, it? I think yeah, I can yeah. say it. It's yeah. one of the red arrows. <laughs> Where's, Where's the your plane, plane? mate? Where's <laughs> <laughs> your cock? Where's yeah. your cock? Where's your plane? I think there's only a few people... You could do that, I went. I went to... Uh, uh, it was a fight. I think it was Calzaghi. Uh, uh, no, where was it? Uh, Madison Square Garden. Right, I'm right. in the little VIP section. Right. Um, there was me. There was like Michael Douglas, Danny DeVito. Right. right. And uh, I'm a fight fan. I was right. Right. It was amazing. Right. And everyone else is sort of chatting and talking. And um, and uh, then I went to the loo. But the loo isn't a VIP section. Right. So uh, I was at the urinal, and some guy comes in. Ready. Like yes. that. And there's a lot of testosterone at a boxing yeah, match, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. He just comes up to me, puts his arm around me, <laughs> no. I've got my cock in my hand, no. and he does a selfie. Oh. <laughs> How can that be possible? Wow. I mean, you should have me tooed him. I just smiled. I'm thinking the ca- well, I can you... see. I can see the thing that the, the, the selfie yeah. is not too the low. selfie is not too low. Not too yeah, low. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, it's like that's well, incredible. At yeah, what yeah. point do I go fuck off, mate? No, no, no. I, I don't. No, you I don't. Can't. Although actually, not, I, not at a boxing. Match, I no. was. Um, <laughs> I, it's interesting that because I was. Well, I once saw Morrissey, and Morrissey came backstage, and I was in this area that he was in, and Russell Brand was there, and Russell Brand had this mate, and well, actually, it was his cousin who was drunk, massive Morrissey fan, but drunk. And Morrissey had said to me, it whispered to me, who's that ghastly chap with, with Russell Brand? And I said, I think it's his cousin. And he went, oh, God. Right? And he was clearly a bit worried about this bloke because he's a West Ham fan and all that. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, this bloke grabs hold of Morrissey and goes, oi, come on, Moz, let's have a selfie together. Right. And you could tell Morrissey was dying yeah, inside. Yeah. But he couldn't do anything about it. Even Morrissey couldn't say, oh, no, go away. You know, yes. He actually had the selfie. Oh, you yes. disgust me. Yeah. <laughs> Can't well, wait to see you yeah, in the yeah. cemetery. Yeah. Or in the urinal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think, do you think Bowie got much of that when he's wandering New York, as far as you know, was, no. he, was he accosted much? No, people, not at all. No, just very polite. Well, New York's like that. Um, but he had his uh, often wore a hat and he, he had a little. Uh, well, he had a little Parker. Right. Okay. Um, so he had his hood up and same. Yeah. Same. Um, uh, I've, I've bumped into Paul McCartney with his little Parker on. Right. Um, so yeah. I just think it's a little. Uh, people think twice. They see the Parker up yes. and they think, yeah, 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 yeah. sunglasses. I don't have sunglasses, and you walk yes. faster, but, and they see you and they think. It's a it's a it's a message. Puts a little barrier up. Or yeah, something. I think so. Yeah, yeah and yeah. New York's cool anyway. No one. So, yes. no okay, one I think people want yeah. to know, but you need to tell where where was the situation where you, where Paul McCartney played you, Lady Madonna, just in, in his in, house. At his house. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that, came but, in the, but that's yeah. what interests me because genuinely, if I had hung out with David Bowie, a small part of me would have thought, but but even I would have been too embarrassed to say it. Would have said, "Oh, go on." 
play us a song, right? Because I have told this story before, I'm not going to tell the whole story again, about how I once had a, a set to with Mick Jagger, where I ended up having to explain to Mick Jagger that when you meet Mick Jagger, what you always want to do is say, ah, fucking hell, it's Mick Jagger, you wrote Satisfaction. But you're always stopping yourself from doing that. Right. Right? So, but the thing is that what I feel with Paul McCartney is he's slightly more likely to give off that than say someone a bit cooler like Bowie. Like I think if you had Bowie in yeah. the plane, there would have been no sense that Bowie. But this is the thing about McCartney on the plane. He's sitting next to me, but he's very open to everyone that's coming on. He's nodding at people. He's sending yeah. a signal. Also, he's travelling British Airways, right? He's not travelling, you know, private. A private jet. So, so he's he's sort of more open, and I think people were more open with him, and that's his defence. He's just open. So how how um, did how did Paul introduce the idea of yeah. like maybe I'll do a song now when you were just sitting around with him? How did that happen? Well, I just think it was a little a little soiree and. Uh, and uh, we'd we'd eaten and we were drinking, and he just sort of sat down and went dun 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 dun, dun and people. Because you wouldn't yeah. say, would yeah. you, if you were with a bunch of people? I'll just do the dance from the office now. Well, it's, it's you wouldn't do but that, it's, would you? But one, one, I'd be one, quite surprised if you did. Yeah, but one, I'm not one of the Beatles. No, but I, no, I haven't but, got that vast back catalogue of but, things to do. No, but you, it's, yeah, you know, and, you and might... two, it's it's harder to watch someone do the dance than listen to someone play a classic Beatles track. So it all would that, be hard. All that is uh, true. But I'm going to do a short scene now <laughs> from Extras. Um, I think people would be up for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would be up for yeah, that. Yeah. What part of people would want you? To, I mean, you know, we've all been in that situation. I've been in a situation where people have said to me. Say football's coming home, or say that Ricky's you, that combing is. his hair forward and putting on a cardigan. He might do Derek. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to part one of our Ricky Gervais special. Part two will be along next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.